0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at Champacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase
2: necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi everyone and welcome to Stretford Paddock's Red View. This is a new podcast coming to you from myself, Angelina Kelly and Emma Edgar. So this is going to be a weekly podcast where we discuss a few different things all about United. We'll be getting a few guests in. And this week, we're gonna hit you with three hot topics. We've got a little bit of an interview with Mr. Brian McClare. Uh We've got a Q&A, and we will be coming at you guys with an in-defense, which we will explain a little bit later. But first things first, how are you, Emma? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, not too bad, survived lockdown uh it, with four kids
1: it's been it's been terrible I'm not gonna lie and they go back to school next week which means I go back to
2: work so I'm just all happy for routine countdown is yeah on. countdown yeah. is on I mean I've got my nana that I look after and she's like I guess kind of like a small child <laughs> so I'm thinking four of my nana that would be pretty stressful so yeah. I've I feel for you on that one yeah um and looking forward to the new season I am I am depending on sign-ins. I am I'm hopeful I am very hopeful. Uh, you're similar to me in that I like the positivity train. Yeah. I like to try and be as positive as possible rather than just focusing on the negatives. Yeah. And trying to turn the negatives into a positive, which leads us nicely onto our first hot topic. Now, this is about Jaden Sancho. This transfer saga has been going on for about 50 million years, it feels like. I'm so over it. Um, but, with recent news on to, on this day of recording, Mr Lionel Messi doesn't want to be at Barcelona anymore, and I reckon he's coming to Manchester United. Now, if this Jadon Sancho situation does not work out, which is what people seem to be saying, um, could Messi be a replacement if the Jadon Sancho thing doesn't work out? I mean... Come on, it's Messi. Mm.
1: You would take him in a heartbeat. Yeah, so I think every fan would welcome Messi at Manchester
2: United. That's a no-brainer. But I feel like I would be being really mean to Ronaldo, like like you'd betraying him. Yeah, I would. Yep. I would feel bad. I'd. I don't know. I'd feel like I'd have to be like, listen, Ronaldo. Like we still love you. <laughs> you're still amazing. But Messi is here. He's available. And, like, and and is Ronaldo? How's he gonna feel? Is he gonna feel the type of way towards United now? Like. Yeah. It does bug me. Um but at the end of the day, Messi might want to come. Ronaldo doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Yeah, at the no, exactly. So take what you can get. I mean, I think I mean, what was it? I mean, just looking now, I mean, this season we've got thirty one goals, twenty six assists in forty four appearances. Last season, fifty one goals and twenty one assists in fifty appearances. Um I like those odds. I do, yeah. Um, I like those, uh, well not odds, but I like the odds of uh, of what he could do at United, I like the numbers, um, he's 33, so I think, you know what, yeah, he's not completely over the hill in football in years, but... I was thinking, and as much as people will probably hate me for saying this, I don't know if I want him. Really, do you know? What? I've seen a lot on Twitter today saying,
1: "Oh, he's old. Why do we want him?" Because it's not the fact that he's old. He's he's messy. He's a world class player, mm. and I I just I think we'd be stupid to not even go in for him. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I could see the appeal of us going in for him. I mean, me personally, I could maybe see him going over to Italy. Um, I think people would be buzzing for that Ronaldo-Messi revival but I feel like we'll be let down because yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they're not the same as... Neither of them are over the hill but I just feel like we're going to be let down. Do you think <laughs> Messi can hack it in the Premier League though? This is what I'm thinking Italy is... I mean, people say it's a little bit slower. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, he would get kicked to shit. Yeah. Um And... I mean, not being tight, but he is only little as well. Like, do you know what I mean? But my my thought process with um, with Messi is that if it, it's what attitude is he gonna like yeah. rock up to Old Trafford with? Is he gonna be humble, Messi? Of listen, I know I've been playing this certain way for Barcelona, for, you know, sixteen seasons or however long. Um, I'm willing to work with you guys and do yeah. what you need me to do. I cannot see Messi doing that. Um, I feel like, and an ego rightly so, because yeah, he is brilliant, yeah. but I can see him coming in like, yeah, this is me. This is where I want to play. This is the shirt I want. This is how I want to play. I ain't going to be tracking back defending. You can forget that idea. This is what I'm doing, like it or lump it. And that's the thing with Messi is that uh, you don't you don't get him tracking back. And if you don't get him tracking back, that's one less yeah. player in more, you know, when it comes to your defending. That bothers me. And... I think what we've seen at Barcelona, it it worries me because you look at Neymar, Suarez and Messi, that you know trio was yeah. absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Um, and it makes me feel sad that we probably won't see that Barcelona now because I was yeah. thinking that would be like the next move. I thought Neymar would have been coming over to Barcelona because it's been talked about for so long. Um, but I feel like that worked really well and if you're a player that gels with Messi and you fit into that system perfect booming good to go you're going to have you know a great season but i look at players like Coutinho i look at obviously dembele's been injured a lot but i look at griezmann mm. you know a fantastic player for his club and he then goes to Barcelona and I don't actually know what's happened to him. I'm a bit concerned for Griezmann, to be honest. Like, if, you, if you're listening, watching Griezmann, I hope you're okay because, like, he's a shell of the man he yeah. was and yeah. I'm not saying that's because of Messi, it's all Messi's no. fault but if you don't fit in with him Him, and how he plays and how he wants to play in that team and the rest of that team respect him and how he plays, you're not going to have Busquets and Piquet being like, I'm going in a a minute, Messi. We've got Griezmann coming in now. You need to sort yourself out. No, because that's just how it works. They are very old school in that mentality, I think, in that that Barcelona team is very, this is how we've been playing. We've been winning stuff. Like, you know, Setien coming in with your ideas. All right, mate, whatever. But I, I just feel like you know, would he hinder the progression of some of the youth players? Because if you've got him on that right hand side, is Greenwood going to be yeah. affected? You know, I understand maybe Messi. I don't know if you if you're looking at the the League Cup, he might be all right sitting out. You, you know, if we played Tranmere Rovers <laughs> again, also, he might be all right sitting <laughs> yeah, out yeah, like I- that. But is he honestly going to be happy? He's not that old that he needs to be sitting out a lot of games. So, is he going to be all right if Mason Greenwood start in half the games? No, of course he's not. And I just think if Martial doesn't fit in with how Messi works, if Rashford, Fernandes, if these other players that we've already got that are good don't fit in with him, is everything just going to go
1: I see what wrong? you mean, because we've got a very good progression going, especially with us attacking front three. Mm. You know, Greenwood, he was on 17 goals last season. He can bypass the 20, 20 goals oh, this yeah, season. Oh, yeah, I think so. Um City are interested in Messi as well, though, and if if it comes to, I, I've got a feeling that he'll go to City.
2: Oh, I, I think that's a, a, a done deal. I think you know, Messi comes with a price, not an actual price. Well, the <laughs> actual price, obviously, but a metaphorical price as well, shall we say? And Guardiola knows what that price is, and I don't really think he cares. No, <laughs> um, but again, you know, players like maybe you know, is Sterling going to be affected? Is Foden going to be affected? Maybe, but. For me, it's probably the most realistic. I mean, I yeah. know there's talk about PSG. Yeah, which I've is... which is, <laughs> Money-wise. Yeah. But is that a step down? Not hating on the French League, but there's not a lot of competition for PSG. All it would be is getting them a Champions League. Um, because everything else for PSG, box, yeah, we'll win that, we'll win that, and we'll win that, and we'll be all right. It's just the Champions League... Um, So, I mean, don't get me wrong, Mbappé, Neymar, Messi, fantastic. But I agree with you in that I think City seems like the most logical. I mean, I can imagine, you know, like Pep maybe like ringing him now and be like, Oh, I'm so sorry, Messi, I I rang you by mistake. You know, I was looking for, you know, someone else with them or whatever. Like, oh, but but since I'm on the phone, how's it going, mate? You know, things seem a bit, and that's my other thing. Is Messi actually going to leave? Is he saying this so that that president will go? Yeah. Is he doing it to cause a storm? Because I can imagine in Barcelona right now, fans are probably in meltdown. I imagine people crying in the yeah. street. We've seen know. stuff on
1: Sky News already. Exactly. What the fans have been doing. So is, is he actually going to leave? Mm. Um, talking about like alternatives. If Sancho and Messi doesn't happen, what would be your alternative or... Signings that we need because we need to strengthen in the back. We mm. need we definitely need a left-footed cent- centre-back. Yeah. Um. We a, a CDM mm. definitely. You know, I take kante yeah. Van de
2: Beek. Why is no one going in for Van de Beek? You know what? He was in um, a starting eleven that I that I've done because number one, Edwin van der Give him a little ring, sort it out. But now, obviously, Coman's at Barcelona. I can see him mm. kind of poaching him playing along, on, alongside De Jong. But I, I'm with you on Van Der Beek.
1: He's, he's, a, he's a defensive player. He's an attacking player. He can play all around that midfield. Yep. So he'd be a uh, brilliant signing for us. Yep. Kante, Premier League back-to-back with two different teams. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. We, the thing is, we've got such a youthful team. We do need that bit of experience. Yeah. So people are saying, what, is he 29? You know, so what if he's 29? I would take him, mm. have that bit of experience in the CDM role mm. He's, you know, he's proven a player. Yeah. I would take him as well. And D as well. Mm.
2: And and I think with the age thing, that's why I was always very pro um, Koulibaly alongside Maguire because a lot of people, I've spoke to a lot of people that have said he's 29. I think that's his age. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, he's too old. He's too old. It's like, that is not, not too old. It's because not. Because if he's, you know, you could still get I would at least five solid seasons out of him. There, there
1: isn't much left for centre-backs about, not that I can really think of, no. because, you know, all the other teams have got have gone in from, like, Gabriel. Yeah, we missed know, out. We missed out on we that, so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one name that swings my mind, I'm going to have to read it because I will say his name wrong, is Milo Rashica. Now, he plays for Werder Bremen. Again, I may say that wrong. They had a shocking season, but he was pretty special. I think he got, like, 11 goals, 8 assists. He's 24, so he's not too young, to be completely like in the dark with life, but he's also not too old that people are going to start slagging him for being too old and everyone being ages. Yeah, um, obviously got experience in the Bundesliga. I think he was in the top ten players in the Bundesliga to have actually a shot. Is more of he's kind of like a, more of an old school midfielder in that he will get the crosses in. It, well, a winger more. But, it, you know, we'll get the crosses in. He will take on defenders. He's not afraid of that. Um, and he is one name that I know in Germany, he's being talked about a lot. And there are a lot of eyes on him. I think Dortmund were actually looking at him to potentially replace Sancho. Oh, so wow. if he's good enough for Dortmund, he's good enough for yeah. us. So um, that's probably the one name that springs to mind. There's one name that I know, is, again, it's being rumoured at Barcelona. And I know he plays on the left, but... And, you know, it's, I always think it's such a shame. Memphis Depay. Yeah. It always pains me that that never worked out. I know, out. yeah. And I know he is more on the left. Maybe you could move Rashford to the right. It's probably just wishful thinking because I don't really think he would fit in because, like I say, you would have Rashford on that left-hand yeah, side. Yeah. But that's another name that always mm. springs to mind. And I think, what a shame about that if that had only yeah. worked out. But... Um, it's it's hard. It's hard because you don't know who's going to be available. You don't know what's true and what's not. I mean, the Sancho situation, I thought, was a done deal, signed, sealed, do job done. And I, then the Dortmund guys coming out like, nah, we've I, not even spoke about it. Do you it know like what? what?
1: I feel like it's still going to happen. I but think. this is what I hate, though. Why can't we get him before the season starts? I know it, because we've got a few games. I don't want to mm. drop points. Mm. Not saying that we will, but I don't want to have that risk. I yeah. want to get... I want to get our signings done before the season and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. You know, Chelsea's got their business done early. Oh, I am so jealous of Chelsea. I'm so... In
2: in the fact that they have just sorted things out and got the job done. But then
1: now their team can gel. We we, we We won't have that. know each other, team
2: lunches, you know, icebreakers. It comes (laughs) to
1: something when Arsenal are doing business and we are not doing anything.
2: (laughs) Oh, Arsenal. Yeah, it's... um, I, I completely agree with you. I think it's... And it's a tale as old as time, isn't it, with Manchester United messing about. And, I mean, you can look at even last season, like, fair news, maybe Haaland did want to go to, to Dortmund, but all of that messing about. And then he was in Manchester, like, just on holiday or yeah. something. And I, my emotions were oh. getting mixed up and confused. And, and I don't like that. Um, I just
1: don't know why we take so long. Why do we I, drag it I mean, out so much? Y-
2: you could spend all night talking about, you know, boards and Woodward and yeah. owners and all that type of stuff. And, of, of course, it comes into play, Um and uh, we will show you guys um, an interview that we have done with Brian McClare. He mentioned the director of football. Yeah. Where has that gone? What? Where's the director of football? Wasn't it supposed to be Rio Ferdinand? Like what's
1: going on? This is, this is the thing. We need a director of football because it's like we can't concentrate on more than one deal at the moment. Mm. But if you see City, uh, Chelsea, they're getting their deals done because they're working on what, more than one deal. Mm-hmm. And it's like we've, we're just focusing on Sancho. Well, really, we've got other... Uh, players that we need to focus on because Mm. we've got the defense situation we've got a midfield situation Mm. so we need we need to get get it done
2: yeah i i agree um it it is just frustrating i mean hopefully maybe by the time this goes out we will Mm. have signed someone wishful thinking but (laughs) it's um yeah but i think messi would be amazing yeah comes with a price like we've said um Sancho would be my ideal one. Um it's it's difficult to see. I mean there are a lot of names that go around, a lot of names from teams that are not in the top 5 leagues in Europe which are um I can't even think of some of the names escape me, but you know players that are young and oh yeah, they'd be great, but it's like there's no guarantees with some of these people and especially when they're playing outside of the top 5 leagues in Europe. Although there are still fantastic players from other leagues, like it's there's no guarantees, and this is why I was so excited about Sancho in that mm. we had on paper the proof that this kid yeah. could do something special. Um mm-hmm.
1: which mean this is not an alternative, but we would link to Brooks. He's definitely not an alternative to Sancho. No. The only reason way I would want Brooks is he would be a squad player. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be there to strengthen the bench. Mm. He's definitely not one as an alternative Sancho. I don't think there is an alternative for Sancho in my Unless eyes. Unless it's messy, isn't it? Unless yeah. it's messy, <laughs> then, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, um, I agree with that. I mean, even when you're looking in the midfield, I mean, it's a shame that the whole Grealish situation, that his price tag was bumped up so high. Because he was another one, although he's probably better in more of a Bruno Fernandes role, he would have been another person that would have been great as a squad player because Fernandes cannot do it all on his own. And I think having somebody like that waiting in the wings would have been special as well. It's transfers, eh? I mean, one person we don't have to worry about transfer-wise. Yep. And our second hot topic of this podcast it's Mr. Paul Pogba and it seems like his agent has finally actually done some good mm-hmm. in this world. Yep. And has said, it doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. We're keeping him at United. We're going to be discussing new deals. Um, I mean, I will end up going on a rant about this, so I'll let you kick this one off. But Pogba, are we happy? Oh, I'm so happy. Like... Hi- he has, since lockdown, he's come
1: back. He's looked happy. He looks settled. Mm. I think he's seeing the vision that ollie has got and yeah. he's seeing the progression. He's seen Bruno come in. That was a bit of healthy competition for him, I think. Um, and took the
2: spotlight off him.
1: Yes, it did. Yeah. And um, I feel like he just wants to be a part of it. He wants mm. to be part of the future. And yeah. I just love his attitude. Mm. I think his attitude has changed um, since his injury and he's come back. And I'm loving this. And I can't wait to see... Bruno and Pogba full season together because mm. their link-up has been amazing. Yeah,
2: it, it will be good to see. I mean, the, the thing with Pogba is I've never had a problem with Pogba in that I think he is... You know what? I know a lot of people... Can dwell on what people do in the personal life. You know, yeah, it's annoying if you see him playing basketball. I know people will argue yeah. with me in the comments and say, oh, you know, he, he, he wasn't, but he only bounced the ball once. I don't care. Like, I know that it, it can be frustrating. And when you do see certain things, it can rub you up the wrong way. But it's like, I have always tried to, I do try and detach myself from that. And I yeah. try and look at what he does on the pitch. And you know, on the pitch, I have got no beef with Pogba. Absolutely fantastic. When he turns it on, absolutely fantastic and that's you know that's why he he was so in demand you know and I'm really happy that Manchester United were actually able to get that deal done I think it was the best thing that could have happened when he did leave and go to Juventus yeah Um, whatever the issue was with Fergie or whatever I think he had to go figure some stuff out grow a little bit as a player as a person and he came back very enthusiastically obviously we've had some injuries my issue with with Pogba was the situation with the agent in that if you're if I'm employing somebody and let's I'm say I I work for a company and I employ somebody as my assistant or agent or whatever you want to call it I would not then allow that person to be slagging off my boss in my company and that was my only problem is that is the way that all of that was handled in that he should have you know, I, I I know everyone's got freedom of speech, but if I am paying you,
1: you don't do you that. You don't do that. Delete that, do that tweet.
2: Sort yourself out. Put an apology. Out, do you know what I mean? Because it, it falls back on Pogba as well, and it makes him exactly. look bad. And because he and, probably and doesn't even have those views. Yeah, and the, the only other thing that I will forgive and forget, I I, I do hold a grudge. I can be bitter. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> I will move on from this when he said, I'm looking for a new opportunity, that to me was like a shard of glass in my side, because, and this is where my problem was, not what he's saying or what he's doing outside of his his footballing life, but where's your respect for the fans? And that was my problem is that it wasn't very respectful to the fans. And you know, these fans have been watching you since you was a teenager mate like we have been backing you even when he went to juventus united fans were still watching him united fans were still rooting for him he came back he was welcomed back with open arms and he's he 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 does something that's a bit shady and it doesn't sit right with me and that was my only thing and i've talked about it on the channel before um and like i say nothing wrong with his actual football it's just Why do you have to do that? Like, it just...
1: Sometimes I feel feel like the media do take things out of proportion with Pogba. Yeah. Pogba can't do anything right in the media. Oh, God, no. And I think we've seen on Twitter, uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before, him making a little boy cry, a little Mm, fan. Yeah. Because, you know, he took the time out to talk to him, did a video of him. Yeah. And that's what we don't see the media, we yeah. don't see this side of Paul Pogba, who's actually a really nice guy, mm. a really down to earth
2: guy that actually does have time for his fans. Yeah, and it was nice to see it, is you know, it is nice to see that. And I think people don't realize, you know, when they look at, you know, he's I think he's married and he's, he's got a little boy himself, hasn't um, um, he? They? And they're pregnant again. Well, yeah. you know what, congrats to Pogba, yeah. then, but you, you know what I mean, like he's got that family, he's very, very close to his mother and his brothers and and i found it almost emotional when he won that world cup and he had his mum uh, on the pitch yeah. and you know and 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 that's maybe just how messed up the media is um yeah. you know y- you could talk all, all night about that you know especially the fact that he is you know a successful black man as well you you could go into it um at, at great length and it's very it is sickening the mm-hmm. way that he is portrayed um the way a, a lot of Footballers and and people in the media are portrayed. Um, but I'm I'm glad that maybe you have to take you have to let go what the agent did, the thing that he said in the interview that didn't really sit right with me and maybe other people. In that maybe he's learned from it, he's grown up because yeah. he has he's grown up as Pogba because yeah. you know he's got his agent to put that statement out to say what happened, especially after the agent was like slagging Solskjaer or whatever yeah. his beef. I think he had. Who was it that said it was somebody on paddock? Um, I can't remember who it was. We were discussing it. He was like like a drunk auntie or something that was on Facebook, like half-cut. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say this, no. I don't care. Like, um, you, you know, he's, he's got him to put out a statement to say, we're good, we're happy, we're staying. I mean, a part of me does think, who would have had him? Yeah. Because they messed up last season. I mean, Real Madrid, Fund-wise, maybe not the greatest. Their midfield, they've got Odegaard coming back. Um, They have got, obviously, Cruz. Modric getting on a little bit, but they seem to have sorted out their midfield. Maybe back to Juventus. Mm. Maybe a PSG. I don't think Bayern necessarily need him at the moment. Barcelona, well, God knows what's going on with Barcelona. But, uh, you know, maybe they've realised that he's not in demand as much. Not because he's a bad player, but because... Um, there's people have got their act together yeah. whilst he's been at United yeah. we can't get him at the minute so let's regroup and reorganise and a lot of people can't afford him yeah maybe. I
1: agree uh, another hot topic has been Lukaku
2: um,
1: people are saying should we have sold him yeah or do we regret it no <laughs> I, <laughs> the thing is for me I don't regret selling Lukaku at the time he didn't want to be here mm.
2: he
1: he. the thing is with Ollie, he didn't fit in the team yeah with Mourinho, Mourinho liked to play the long ball across and just straight to Lukaku. So it's mm. so he scores a goal. Where Oli has likes his number one, number nine a bit deeper.
3: Mm.
1: So if you see with Martial, he's a bit deeper. His hold up plays good, so he brings other players into play. Yeah. So he brings Greenwood, he brings Rashford into play which is why they're scoring a lot more goals because mm. that's how Oli wants to play. Yeah. Where Lukaku didn't fit in that because mm. he was so used to, you know, everyone just winging the ball across to him and he and just... And hoping for
2: the best, Exactly.
1: Yeah. And Lukaku, he can't play how Oli wants. He can't hold the ball up like great. His first touch is not great. Mm. Um, so it just didn't work out. Um, I don't hate the guy. I think he's done very well. Mm. Um, you know, 34 goals last season, is Yeah, he? it's...
2: Yeah, either 33, 34 uh, in 50 games, I yes, think. Yeah. Oh, I mean, obviously, respect to the guy sweat. and what he's done in the Europa League as well. It's a shame they didn't win it. I, yeah. I was rooting for them. Obviously, if we'd have got to the final, I wouldn't have been rooting for them. But um, but yeah, I've, I've definitely wanted them to be yeah. severe.
1: I mean, I've seen a lot of hate when he scored that own goal, which I felt so sorry for him because mm. no matter what you think of a player, for someone to score an own goal in the final... Is gut wrenching, he must have felt so bad. Yeah. And the things that I seen on Twitter, I was just like, No, don't do that. Like, mm. score a own goal in a final, he yeah. must have
2: been so upset. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think the thing with Lukaku is it like exactly what you say, really, Emma, that he, he just didn't fit in, no. Um, and that's not a problem at the end of the day, he still did score a very good number of goals, and yeah. that is why. We struggled last season because I don't think people realised how many goals he actually made up. And everyone's like, hang on a minute, why are we not scoring all these goals? Oh, yeah, remember that Lukaku guy? He actually did score some goals. Um, It was just other parts of his game that he was lacking. But I think... You you just have to again like like you say I, I don't have a problem with Lukaku and I'm kind of like he's like an ex like I'm happy you're happy you do your thing like do you know what I mean yeah like, I know what you mean I Some, sometimes
1: just, it just doesn't happen yeah players come to teams wrong
2: time and, and it just yeah. doesn't
1: work out doesn't mean they're a bad player because you know we've seen him he's progressed he's done very very well he's looking in good shape as well. Yeah. Um so About it just, sometimes time. it just doesn't mm. work out and it, it that's the risk you take mm. when you get players in. Sometimes mm. it just doesn't work out and yeah. I, d- I just i wish him all the best.
2: Yeah, it's it's like I I think the the fitness thing he didn't and that's not I'm not necessarily saying that Lukaku was sat at home like stuffing his face with cheese and onion crisps or something like that. Um, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the situation was with that. That'd be something. Backroom staff. Would well, know. I heard
1: that he had an actual dietary problem, and mm. um, when he went to England, they, they found out that the foods he was eating he couldn't absorb properly. Okay. Don't quote me that that's yeah. that's true, but it's something that I read. Mm.
2: But that's what I mean. I mean, you can't really hold the whole like he didn't look fit enough at United against him because, like you say, it could be a million and one different yeah. things. Um, but I think he always, I felt sorry for him sometimes because it looked like he was carrying such a burden on his back. The amount of pressure he must have been under, um, because at the time, Martial wasn't really doing bits. Sanchez, do I even need to say anything? (laughs) Rashford, still not 100% consistent. Um, So there was a lot of, you know, the Pogba drama that was going on. There there was a lot going on. yeah. Yeah, and there was a lot on his shoulders. And I think the reason why he has been successful at Inter Milan, I think obviously Serie A is a completely different kind of league. It is not as physical as yeah. aggressive. it's a lot slower. Yeah, and I think Letaro Martinez being next to him has been his saving grace because I think you see him now. He looks a lot more refreshed and I yeah. think he's playing differently because I think he feels like there's somebody else to share the burden here. You know, Letaro Martinez, massive star, obviously linked with Barcelona. Um, And I I do think that has helped him a little bit because he's got someone, you know, that will push an arm around him and help him. Obviously, he does have um, Sanchez there. I mean, I don't really keep an eye on Sanchez. I think he's played a few times for them. Might have been injured. (laughs) (laughs) But even still, Ashley Young, you know, there's one or two friendly faces. Um, Having, like I say, having Martinez next to him will have been a massive help. And that has, whatever reason, that has helped him to flourish, I think. And it's also down to managers not saying Mourinho was a bad manager. We could sit all day and debate about Mourinho. Obviously not going to say that Solskjaer is a bad manager because I don't think he is. But you've got somebody like Conte in your corner, who is, you know, such a decorated manager in Italian football. That's maybe took him under his wing and helped him, and maybe that's what he needed. There's there's so yeah. many different variables on it. I but think he
1: plays better for Kante because he's just done what Lukaku likes to do. Yeah,
2: and I, and I think yeah, that's the thing. He's been given the ability to kind of play how, how he, he wants, wants to play. play. Yeah, and and like you say, you know, it, it's 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 happened for him. Congratulations okay. to him, and and yeah, wish him all the best. Really good for Lukaku, but I don't think. I mean, don't get me wrong. If somebody said to you, oh, would would you have him? Yeah, I'm sure maybe there would be the odd game where you'd think, oh, it'd be good to see how Lukaku would play in this game. But I think with all the exciting stuff going on at the moment for United, you're not sat there thinking, oh my God, if only we had Lukaku. Oh my, it wasn't like, yeah. we're not in that phase. No. Like We've moved on from Lukaku, we have, so yeah. whatever. Like We don't need him, so we've got Rashford and... Martial and Greenwood and maybe Sancho and maybe Messi so <laughs> whatever Lukaku <laughs> wish you the best but um, that's uh, our hot topics pretty much done but yep. let us know um, guys let us know in the comments drop us a message on Twitter etc about what you thought about Messi, Sancho, Pogba, Lukaku all of it yeah get in touch and drop us a comment.
1: And our first guest up is former Manchester United player Brian McLare. Hi Brian thanks for joining us how are you?
3: I am very well. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. Uh, I'm going to kick this off with a question that is on all of our minds. Messi to Manchester United. What's your thoughts on on that?
3: Um, well, there's, uh first thing is that uh, Lionel Messi appears to have handed in a transfer request. Uh, there's been grumblings for for a long time that uh, he has been uh, dissatisfied at Barcelona and now there's a situation where potentially he will be leaving. Uh, although I wouldn't be surprised uh, if that uh, didn't uh, come to fruition and he actually stayed. Uh, you'd like to think that Manchester United be one of those clubs that uh, he would consider uh, going to. Uh, he has uh, a great knowledge of the English Premier League. I know that he enjoys it. Uh, and, um, and I read something interesting today that he's, his kids go to a, a British school. So that, that may be an indication of what he's thinking about. Uh, you would like to think, yes, that Manchester United would be able to um, make an offer that was attractive to him, both uh, with regards to uh, financial remuneration and um, how he... You would see the the next few years of his career developing.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, do you think um, do you think that we could trump City and get him? Because obviously, people are talking about the Guardiola relationship as well.
3: I think that there is. I, I think you would say that, uh, that City may have um, uh, an advantage in that there are uh, a number of connections. Between uh, Manchester City and Messi, that may hold sway. Uh, however, I would, I would always think that dear, any player, no matter the magnitude, including one who's been as brilliant as Messi for for a long, long time, would would seriously consider the the red half of Manchester, mm. or the red more than half of Manchester.
2: <laughs>
1: nice, I like <laughs> that one. Uh, and just moving on, um, you were the first ever player since George Best to score over 20 league goals, um, scoring and assisting in some amazing games. You know, you scored the winner at Anfield. You had that assist with Eric Cantor with that amazing chip at Sunderland. You know, what has been your favourite goal in memory at Manchester United?
3: Um, it's good of you to say that I've been involved in uh, lots of goals and lots of assists um, yeah, I think when you get to the, the, the age that I am now which is uh, very old you oh. look uh, you look at you look at, you're biased Angelina you look at things <laughs> and uh, I kind of look at all the events in my career, good, bad and indifferent uh, with sort of equal inf- affection because they all had an influence on the end product whether that be in that one game or over a season, or over the whole career that I have, uh, and I like to consider them as as I look at them. When as, I mean, people ask me this question, as uh, they look, at all my little children. All those goals and all those assists, and I would hate to um, to choose one of them over another. So I look at them all in, uh, with equal respect and uh, equal uh, admiration and pleasure that that that. Uh, Yeah, I was was part of of so many memorable things for certainly for me and uh, maybe one or two other people too.
2: Obviously, scoring that number of goals, um, is there anybody that you look at in the Manchester United lineup and think they can achieve that next season? Who's the one person that you that stands out to you as being the person that will get the the massive um, lump of the goals?
3: Harry Kane.
2: <laughs> Do you know something we don't? <laughs> Is this an exclusive that Harry Kane's coming to Manchester United?
3: I think, I, I think that the the, the the goals that Manchester United have scored uh, since uh, Bruno Fernandez has come has been uh, very good, very consistent. Uh, however, I still think that you can uh, you can get better. So between the the three the three forward players and Fernandez they have had a, a particularly fruitful haul uh, since uh, since January, but I still think that you can uh, bring in other players to improve that and to increase the uh, the competition that you need uh, within big clubs to go on to be to uh, to be successful successful in the uh, successful and for me is actually winning. Winning something, you know. or we'll certainly get back to challenging for the, the Premier League, uh, which Manchester United have been able to do for well, decades now, but, but not quite recently. Mm.
1: Uh, you touched on Bruno there. We've seen Bruno come in halfway through the season. He made a massive impact to the team. Do you see any similarities between him and when Eric Cantona first joined Manchester United?
3: I think he's had a, a big influence on the on the team. Yes, um, with, in order to have the influence that Terry Cantona had in galvanizing, uh, we would always, you would always look at the the success that the teams at Manchester uh, the Manchester United teams that Cantona played in. The, uh, the not only the games that they won, the goals that he scored, but the the championships, the Premier Leagues. FA Cups, and uh, uh, I think that's yes, he's done very well, but remember, he's only been here for, for half the season. He's a season. He's had a big influence. Look forward to that continuing, uh, and uh, perhaps uh, even being. I, I think he, but he, he is a player who's when you talk about goals and assists, has, has a, quite a remarkable um, statistic in that it's a, it's a goal or an assist every game that he's played in for a number of seasons. So uh, I think that would be very, very encouraging for for Manchester United fans. Looking forward to the restart in September.
2: Um, I think obviously you've worked with quite um, a few of the current first team players um, and some of them you will know personally through coaching, etc. Who was your standout player last season? And who are you looking at for the new season um, as kind of the, the star man?
3: Well, the, if you're talking about younger players, the players who have, who have come through the academy, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's great when you're, there's, there's that continuation of, of that link to, to going back all the way to... Um, 1945, which isn't quarter to eight, it's actually a year, Angelina. You know, and it's, it's even before <laughs> I was born, if you can believe that. But it no, <laughs> has been on the team sheet at, uh, at Manchester United, so you, you can see that uh, with uh, the very much uh, continued success with the likes of Greenwood, who has just been selected in the full England squad. Uh, but I, I'm probably more pleased for the for the progress that Brandon Williams has made uh and that uh, he's he is uh, very much a, a product of what you like about the academy and that he's been there uh, he is very coachable he listens he works hard he uh, he behaves himself he's he's a manchester lad comes from um, harper and I'm so pleased that and even big man united fan, big man united family that uh, he is done as well as he has and it and looks to me that he, he could go on given the, the chance or chances to be the, the regular uh, left back for Manchester United and potentially for um, the national team. Uh,
1: talking about Brandon Williams, he he's done very well um, last season, he's got that passion, he's uh, got a bit of aggression about him. Has he always been that kind of player in the youth team?
3: Yeah, I think when you come and you grew up, brought up in Harper, eh, you have to have some sort of aggression.
2: <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but you've got a point.
3: Uh, the I think what you see uh, very much from Brandon is that uh, he he, he gives he gives um, he gives a hundred percent at all times, uh, and I think what you're just going to have to. Uh, as a, supporter is to accept that Brandon will miss some games because of that that uh, passion but I would say that it's a very positive thing to have but he will get booked and he may occasionally get sent off because of uh, because of his uh, commitment uh, but I think that he he can't put that in there. a player that that comes from within and uh, Brandon has got uh, that those characteristics and character and abundance.
2: Mm. Um, Speaking of players maybe in the bad books, um, I'm going to ask you about a certain Mr. Harry Maguire. Obviously, things are transpiring about what has gone down in Mykonos. Won't get into that part of it too much, the legal side of it, because I am not a lawyer and I don't want to get sued. Um, But the way that it's been dealt with, obviously, he's been dropped from the England squad. I was just curious to know what you think. How do you think Fergie would have handled this? I mean, people are calling for him to lose the captain's armband. Some people have even seen online are saying that we should get rid of him altogether. Um, how do you think Fergie would have handled it? Do you think he would have taken the captain's armband off him?
3: Well, we'll have to see what, what happens uh, when uh, the legal case is, is fully... Uh, well it fully finished it's, there's an appeal isn't there? uh, as you say we can't really comment on uh, what uh, different um, legal systems in different countries might uh, view particular incidents or alleged incidents I think the disappointing thing for everybody and I probably will, will imagine be for the management is that is that you've got your captain who's is in football terms uh a senior player in the sense of how many games he's played at his age and to get himself involved in situ- a situation or situations because it, according to reports, there was a little bit of a uh, problem the night before. But my kind of thing is, that, well, I don't understand as, as a, being in that position, mighty captain England additional... 27 years of age that you um, go to somewhere like that, I mean, I don't know why you had just take your family, fiancé and, and the kids away to somewhere uh, quiet whenever, and you can have your own kind of little, little parties and situations uh, without any problems of any grief whatsoever. So, very disappointed to put himself in that position uh, over several days
2: yeah i mean let's hope that whatever happens that um the the truth is revealed whatever that may be i know there's a few disputes but um obviously people have said that maguire people are saying they should get rid of him but Looking at his defensive partner, there's also been a lot of discussion about if we should have another defender. And um, transfers in general, is there anybody minus maybe Messi or Harry Kane that you've given me a bit of an inkling <laughs> about? Um, is there anybody uh, who's at the top of your transfer list, basically?
3: Well, as I said earlier on, the, the uh, earlier on, Angelina, I, I, minus would be a goal scorer, and I think that. A proven goal scorer and a proven goal scorer in the Premier League. I think the one that, that, that uh, I would say, is, as I said, would be Tottenham striker Harry Kane. Uh, I, I think that all big teams uh, sign at least one player uh, every year. That's top um, managed by at least one player. I just hope that um, if... That, I think one of the things that's been frustrating for a lot of people is how long it takes for transfers to uh, to get done. Uh, that uh, you might concern would be if they are very much interested in Lionel Messi, that it doesn't distract from from other targets and get other things tied up. Uh, I'd like to see you know that that being improved. Uh, there's been uh, very little mention of. Um, a director of football or a person in that position for a long, long time I think. They, it uh, appeared,
2: didn't
1: it? I know it did, yeah.
3: I think the powers at B have just, just just decided to duck that one with the with the intention of not changing anything and continue to do the same transfer policy over the last couple of years. If that continues then I've got a fear that we'll fail when in the transfer market and another window will go by without the number of players that we need.
1: Um, what is your prediction for Manchester United this season?
3: Well, I want so, Manchester to win something. <laughs> I mean, mean that, I, I'm still, I'm still, pissed. I'm still, I'm still annoyed and frustrated about uh, the, the FA Cup semi-final. You've got four four teams in the FA Cup semi-final, and we're the only team that doesn't put out the the supposed strongest side, and we lose. And out of the four teams in the semi-final. Arguably, just talking about it before or looking at it before the weakest team go on to win the FA Cup. Now, we definitely you, want could have things, Arsenal you want to win. Final.
2: You want to win things as a
3: player and be involved in winning things as a player. That, that that's more disappointing than me than losing in the, the semi-final to City or the semi-final uh, in the Europa League. Mm. We, Not just, um, you don't get medals. You don't get medals for finishing the top four.
2: You certainly do not. <laughs> I mean, do you think that we will finish in the top four? Oh, you do. Can Sorry, you do. you
3: do. You do. You get medal for finishing first in the top four. Oh um, yeah. You <laughs> I mean? you get, do you get, get losers' medal
2: sometimes top. for yeah. certain in in certain situations? I guess finals. You get some people get losers' medals, I guess. But we're not
3: going
2: to yeah,
1: get but, losers'
3: but medals. No. Yeah, yeah, but, but you don't. You just. You don't know that it might be your best chance of being in a final. I mean, you, you're looking at young players who haven't won something. Uh, you, you just mentioned Brandon Williams Brandon, even if it's a medal it might be the only chance you get you don't know yeah. for me yeah. that you should, you should go t- so trading I, I wouldn't trade uh, you should have the, the courage to uh, to try and uh, to win all games at that particular point you know yeah. the, 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 there had been a break players were arrested a lot of players were able to recover uh, and be available. Nearly every single player was available to the management. And I don't buy into this thing about they would look plaguy, they look tired, or whatever else it is. Big games, big players want to play, and all of them. And that was the only game out of a number of games that the game, they changed the team. And only because they were, well, okay, they were successful in finishing the top four, but missed a great chance for me.
0: Yeah.
2: Would you like to see us win the FA Cup next season?
3: I like to win, yeah, that League Cup. Good. I've seen just then win I something. want them to win, because yeah, I know how much joy and pleasure they can give you, in, in memories. and memories. That's what it's about. It's about making memories in football for football players at the highest level.
2: Where do you see us in the league? Third again, or...?
3: If you get the right players and you want to be clock closer, get closer to it. has only be in the top one or two. At the moment, the, you, you, you'd have to say that it's still going to be Liverpool and and, uh, manchester city but chelsea have have, invested and invested pretty
1: well Mm. chelsea's got their business done early haven't they yeah
3: no messing about (laughs) the bridge
2: uh but yes well thank you very much for joining us Chucky. lovely to see you as always and hopefully next time you're in manchester we can get you down to the studio
3: you're not allowed out
2: yeah, after, I mean, after the lockdown, lockdown ob- <laughs> obviously, I'm not looking at, you know, you're crossing illegal borders and stuff.
3: Until you young people start behaving, you're not going to get out.
2: Right, well, I will put a word out to the young people of Manchester. Start behaving. No more illegal raves. <laughs> so that when things are all right, you can then come down to Manchester and we'll get you in the studio. Is that fair?
3: That's very nice of you. Thank you. I'm very kind of you. I appreciate that.
2: No problem oh. <laughs> at all, thank you. Thank you. That was good talking to Brian, wasn't I it? I know, you, you, you cannot hate Chucky. he's just such a great oh. guy, isn't he? But uh, next up, we have got our Q&A. Our Q&A. So, something was put out on the community tab of Stratford Paddocks YouTube to send us your questions. Well, surprise, because the questions were for us. Um, so, do you want to kick us off? I will. We've got a question
1: from Spencer Israel. Do you think bringing back Henderson for this season is a good idea?
2: I'm not mad at that idea. I think, obviously, Sergio Romero, there's rumours that he might be going. He's had a cushy time of it. Do you know what I mean? Um, You know, number one goalkeeper for his country, rocking up for the Europa League in a few league games, cashing his cheque, chilling. But if he's annoyed that, obviously, De Gea was then put back in at the Europa League, I can understand if he wants, to be honest, if Romero was to move on as much as I think he is a fantastic second goalkeeper, it would probably make life easier for us with this whole goalkeeping drama. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy with Henderson, um, with Henderson being, I've, me personally, I'm sure we can get into this deeper maybe on another podcast, yeah. but um, De Gea, I, I'm happy with him starting, yeah. Um and I'm confident that Dean Henderson would be very good second in command. You can have him maybe in those Champions League group yeah. stages because as as great as Henderson is, not taking anything from him, I think um, I think it was Casper Schmeichel actually who put it really well in that he said, like, you still need that experience. Like he is he's not ready yet. He it still needs is, a yeah. couple of seasons. Is he ready
1: to be Manchester United's number one geek? It's very different. Spotlight. It's very different from Sheffield. Yeah, very
2: different. Um Okay, so next question. This is from Sam Holt. So going into the new season, what are your expectations and what would you consider to be progression on last season? Anything? No. I'm
1: um, well, it depends on sign-ins for me. If we don't make any sign-ins, which I hope we I hope we do. We'll be sad. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's again for top, top three, top four. We, we won't get any further than that with the team that we've got because mm. we haven't got any squad depth. If we get sign-ins... I expect us to be challenging for, you know, second, mm. um, you know, maybe first being optimistic. Why not? Maybe first being optimistic. Um, you know, maybe get a trophy. Yeah. Get a trophy. Late, sta- late tro- stages though. of the Champions League. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, you're next, asking me. Um, this is from Pam John. What do we do if we don't make any signings and then have a poor Christmas like we did last year? Do we stand by Ollie?
2: I don't want to think about this, mm. Pam. I don't want to think about this happening because it makes me very sad. But, okay, so, what do we do if we don't make any signings then have a poor Christmas? So, about standing by Ollie, I think the signings thing, Ollie is only to blame for a percentage of that. He's not the person knocking on doors, negotiating. Yeah. We all know he's responsible for that type of stuff. And, again, that can be saved for another day because we'll be here all night. Um... I'm always for standing by a manager. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on what happens in those games if we have a poor run. I'd really like to think that we don't have a poor run, but if we do, why is that? Is it because of that we just simply don't have the players? Is it going to be because of very bad injuries? If it's down to something that Ollie's doing wrong... Of course we're going to have to look at it and I'm sure all the Pochettino like fans are going to be like oh get him in get him in get him in like whatever um but yeah it's very hard to to say if you would back him or not because it depends on the situation I think if we've not made signings obviously we do have I don't know what's going to happen with the Agallo situation but obviously we have got our front three we have got Fernandez um so regarding making chances and getting goals obviously Pogba as well um, I'm I'm confident in that, but we will be exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, and y- I guess you have to kind of think like, how much more progression can we do from last season? So we're probably going to be exposed in similar areas. Um, but yeah, that, that's a tough one. I just think uh, we've got to make a signing So for me. I don't think it would be Ollie's fault if we do have a, a
1: poor perform like run up to Christmas. Mm. I think it is down to sign ins and I, that is not on Ollie. You know, I think yeah. Ollie, Ollie wants the sign ins. So yeah. I don't think we can blame Ollie and we can't, The Ollie outers cannot be going for Ollie. I o- don't unless
2: think. there is something that he's actually doing if wrong he's the really. If
1: he's making some silly substitutions or, he, you know, he's making. <laughs> That's
2: one thing Ollie needs to sort out for me. Them like. Ninety third minute. Oh, eighty third
1: minutes of subs. Yeah, and you're you're bringing Lingard on. You know, d- yeah. what? Don't, don't do that.
2: Don't do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> don't think about it. Um, okay, so next question. This is from Mister J Edwards. How long do you think United can keep hold of their top players if we continue to follow this trend of not backing the managers after they have secured Champions League football and seeming resistant to push further than third or fourth spot? United is a big club and players want trophies and fans want trophies, Mr. J Edwards. We want them as well.
1: This is a valid, valid point because once we secure Champions League football, it is like the manager doesn't get backed. We don't yeah. get signings. It's like, oh no, this team can take us through. This team cannot take us through to the Champions League. We can't get to the final with this team that we've got. So we
2: definitely need to make signings. Mm. Um, we g- just like clip that though, just in case we do, because that would be pretty special. Yeah. Well, a, a <laughs> no, I'm with you. I don't. I don't um, think. How
1: are we going to hold on to players? We, we've just seen Pogba sign. Like I said earlier, he, I think he's got the vision that ollie has got. Mm. I think he wants to be part of the future. So I think he will stay because he wants to be part of this. Yeah. You know, I can't say with the other players, but definitely for Pogba, I think with him signing is a massive, massive positive for us. Yeah. And I think that he can see where Ollie wants to go. And he, the thing is, Ollie's laid a foundation. Mm. And we just need to build on that foundation mm-hmm. now. And the, the board do need to back him for
2: this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, is it you asking me now? Yeah,
1: if yeah. this is from... Sorry, I apologise if I... Say your name wrong. It's from Bilal Akhtar. Who do you think the next academy player will be who becomes a regular starter at
2: United? um Now, there's I've, I've kind of got two ideas here. So there's one player that I think will be coming up soon. Well, maybe not soon because he's only 17. And I'm not gonna lie, it's mainly because for his name because he's called Hannibal, and I just think that's just pretty special. And um, obviously French player, he's. Um, obviously 17, but been training with the under-23s. Uh, I think he was on the bench at Tranmere. I may be wrong on that, but I think he was. Um, so that fills me with a bit of hope. I mean, I think last season he got six assists, um, wow. one goal, and I think he got about seven yellow cards, which I like the sound yeah. of that, feisty. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential, would be a good development. But regarding who's going to actually be in the team, I would like to see James Garner obviously he's 19 yeah. more of that defensive midfielder so obviously Matic cannot he hasn't got know, the legs for it for every game No he's definitely not I mean him and Matter are kind of these players that Do you think Matter's going to um hang up his boots or do you think he's going to do another season I'm not too sure what his contract is so I could be talking d- rubbish here, but I I I don't know I think Matter's more for the dressing room I think Yeah and that's what I'm thinking. Is he going to make that step back? That or do you yeah. think he maybe does another season where he does what he's doing now, which he seems to be happy with in the, the coming on for a half or coming The thing is, for like he minutes. does
1: make a difference when he comes on. Sometimes yeah. we need
2: um, that bit of experience yeah. from him.
1: So, you mm. know, do you know what? I, I think I'd like him to stay another season. Yeah.
2: But I think, like you say, with, with Matic, he's not got the legs anymore. He is kind of like playing for a half, yeah. maybe one a full 90 minutes a week, if that, maybe every other week, depending. Um, whereas James Garner, I think he's had um, 18 appearances uh, last season, the season we've just done. Uh, I think nine goals and one assist, which for a defensive midfielder, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that as a young lad. I think he has already had experience in Europe League, already had experience in the cup games. Um, he would probably be my player that I would like to see moving moving forward. What do you
1: think about um Menge? the the, the centre back because you know we do have that centre back mm. problem and if we don't sign a centre back do you think what is he eighteen mm. think he can come in you know when we when we seen him come on I didn't realise that he did not look eighteen no. he is built <laughs> as anything and he looked good yeah he, he looked a class player
2: do you th- see him coming in um I mean yeah you you could you could hundred percent um I would be very nervous to see him coming in regularly. In the next season, it has or to be two. like drip fed, I think, yeah, like into the um, team because I would hate for him for that pressure to be put on his shoulders alongside Maguire, yeah. Um, I would hate for you know, it, it could just end up having a ripple effect onto De Gea, etc. Right, like, yeah, you know, people are coming at him. Um, I would like to see him, I maybe see what happens this season, but I would like to see him maybe on loan at a yeah, decent that's... Premier League so maybe somewhere even like a Burnley or something, where yeah. you're gonna get a lot He's of gonna experience. Get, uh, yeah. You're gonna get knocked a bit. I don't, maybe I'm just being silly in that. I think Burnley's a bit more like, I don't know, like a rugged team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I think, um, you know, a team like that where you're gonna experience it all, you're gonna experience, you know, Burnley's a very kind of middle of the table team. Yeah. Where you're gonna experience some decent little wins. You're gonna experience some tough lows. You're gonna have to dig deep. All that type of experience that you could get from something like that. Um, I would like to see him go on loan and then see where we're at. Um, But yeah, definitely not ruling it out. Um, For me, it would be great to have, um, you know, like uh, somebody coming up from the academy in that kind of position. Yeah, definitely. uh, 100%. But I think that's all our uh, Q&A questions done. Um, Whether it's in the community tab, on Twitter, wherever, every week we will be putting some questions out. So make sure you get involved and you may be one of the lucky ones. has your question answered by the two of us okay so finally our last segment of this podcast is called in defense now this is something that we're going to be doing weekly where because we're positive people we are very positive we're on the positivity train um and it's just looking at a player to do with manchester united and yeah coming to the defense a little bit discussing something and just you know seeing what our opinions are on it and I think the only person that we could we could be talking about this week is Harry Maguire. Um obviously, as I've said before, we ain't getting sued. So we <laughs> are not um gonna delve into, you know, the you know, like the the legal side of it, shall we say. But all we know is that allegedly Maguire, obviously he's been arrested in Mykonos. People are saying that it's something to do with his sister as to why a brawl has kind of broken out. There's alleged bribery. Um, He's appealing the situation as he's been found guilty. He's got his legal team on it. Obviously, with England, he has been dropped. People are calling for him to basically be driven out of Manchester with pitchforks and torches. Um, And I think that's a bit much, I'll be honest. I do. I think, do you know what? Scrolling through Twitter, Twitter is so toxic,
1: Mm. you know. Um, And seeing that he should be stripped of his captaincy but Ollie has come out today and saying that he's backing him or, or like he's mm. still got his seat for now anyway.
2: Um, so it's nice to see that Ollie is backing him. As, as in, you know, if he's appealing it and he seems pretty adamant yeah. that something's gone down, something shady has gone down and he was not because allegedly was it that, you know, the police had attacked him as well and said like, you know, this is the end of your, your career. career. And apparently, well, allegedly there were fans kind of taunting him and stuff like that. and. And I I was talking to some members of my family um, who aren't necessarily, you know, massive football fans, but but follow it a little bit and just said, you know, about people in the media, like, if you go on these holidays, how difficult it must be because people do try and taunt you. People do try and get a reaction out of you. Yeah. And I don't think people always think about that because, you know, there are hot-headed people. And if someone says something, especially if his sister has been involved... I mean, I know my brother... Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? I don't think he'd be very happy if I had allegedly been injected with but something Im- or stabbed. Imagine if his sister,
1: you know, got injected, stabbed, whatever whatever happened, and Maguire did nothing to protect his sister. Mm. Imagine the uproar of him. It'd be You're a coward. You didn't do anything to protect your family.
2: Yeah. You All to- you care
1: about is your paycheck yeah. at United. you yeah. got to remember, he is, he is human. Um, like the rest of us, you know, we go out, we have a drink, He's having a good time. You know, it's been a tough year, a tough season. Yeah. Um. So he's he's, he's let loose a bit. Maybe he drank a bit too much. You know, mm. said some stupid things maybe. We don't know. But the fact is, he did stick up for his sister. And I quite like that side of him. Mm. It's nice to see that different side of him.
2: Yeah, that is, you know... I mean, you could argue, obviously, as I'm sure you've seen in our uh, Chalky interview, that you could say, you know, you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation, yeah. which I I'd, I'd do... I can understand that you know do what other people do as in get yourself a nice little villa somewhere have something a little bit more secluded and protect yourself because it is the way of the world now that unfortunately you do have to take things like that into consideration you do have to protect yourself you do have to protect your family and you know maybe moving forward Maguire will be I don't know contacting some villa real estate people I don't know but yeah um but I mean you know, all of all of that aside, whether it was alleged bribery, whatever, um, I think the response for me, until it's all said and done, and we have a final um, kind of decision on what has happened and it's all cleared, I think the way people are reacting is a little bit much. I mean, do you agree with the England captaincy? <sighs> we're well, not the captains, sorry the, that he's taken take from take the team that'll probably d- come as well but. do you know
1: what i've seen it because he was announced in the squad mm. and then he was taken out the squad and i was just like mm. i don't know i see why he's done it because obviously he was the charges he was found guilty yeah. so he was initially just what, fa
2: need to tick a box so they were just so, like yeah. we'll
1: take him out until it's resolved we we'll just take him out of the situation which i do understand yeah. Um, so so I, I do get that but from a club where Ollie is backed him I 100% agree with that yeah. because what I don't get with these fans is you know their hero most of them is Eric Cantona like mine mm. everyone backed him Sir Ferguson backed him mm. and the fans backed him and then he had his ban and he came back and then he was captain mm. and he did very well that season mm. you know and he, he is classes a hero you know a, a legend at the club mm. so some of these so some of these um tweets that I see about Maguire, I'm like, well, hang on. Mm. How can you be okay for Cantona to do something but not Mm. okay for Maguire? I know their situations are very, very Mm. different, but it's the same
2: scenario, if you know what I mean. So I, I just feel... I know what you mean. I think England, Southgate, FA, whoever's behind it, they have to maybe tick a box and cover the backs because if it does come out that maybe he is 100% guilty, then they're going to face backlash. I think regarding Manchester United, and I've again, I've seen on Twitter people saying like, oh, if United keep him at the club, they're going to be condoning this kind of behaviour. All right, if it comes out that he's backed his sister who's allegedly been stabbed with something... Like, what kind of behavior is that? Sticking up for your family. I mean, we have to wait and see, I guess. But I just think people ordering him to be out of the club. I mean, number one, do you realize how much money we spent on him? Like, we yeah. can't get rid of him. No, Are you crazy? Like, you know, recession times and that <laughs> with this, you know, with the coronavirus and this pandemic, we cannot be just yeah. getting rid of him for two bob or so much. You know what I mean? No. So, um, but th- this is the thing is that, and it's where does where do you draw the line with footballers? What they do on the pitch, what they do, do off, off the, the pitch. pitch? Because yeah. Harry Maguire, I think, had had a very good season. Yeah, no, no, he did, and he played every single game. I mean, the, there was something that came out that was it back in January he was playing with some kind of hip injury, yeah. and he was taking injections just to get through the yeah. games. Like, that is the kind of guy I want as the, my captain. This, this is what
1: I was saying. You know, everyone is saying, well, you don't see, you haven't seen Pogba. He's home with his family. You know, De Gea. Um, Lindelof is away with his family. I get that, you know. And Harry did put himself in a situation, going mm. to a place where, you know, it is party central yeah. with a lot of Brits. Um, but I feel like he just had to just maybe let off some steam. Mm.
2: And it's, you know... Things happen wrong place, wrong time, and it's.
1: And you know what you like when you're drunk. You do. You do say some some things that you I'm don't. Sure that all... you regret. I
2: that... mean, I, I can. I do find it kind of comical if he was stood there, like, do you know, who, who I, I am. am? <laughs> I'm. I'm Manchester United's captain. Like, I run this shit. Like, it I would can't be funny. The thing is, obviously. it's.
1: It, it's. It, ugh, I'm getting tongue-tied now. <laughs> Sorry, but for me, he doesn't look like a person that would do that. And if you see um, on Twitter, all his friends have come out and said like it's just
2: unlike him. Quite a lot of people have come out and said, um, have have come out in his support, which I think is nice. I mean, other people in the public eye, like you say, his friends and stuff. Um, But yeah, I I just feel like we've we've got to wait and see. But I think worse, there have been worse crimes in football that I won't Mm -hmm. go into because again, I could be here all day where people haven't had the appropriate strong reaction that they should have. Mm -hmm. And for everybody to just jump on this bandwagon of, hate when we don't even know what's gone on, I just think it's a little bit rash. I mean, for me, um, until we know the extent of it, but even, even then, you know, he, I think he's been a great captain. I think I was looking and thinking who could be the captain really. And I think he slotted really well into it. And you see him in those volatile situations in football games. He does seem very level-headed. Yeah. Like Q jokes about his head and his forehead, yeah. I'm sure. But <laughs> like you know, he, he does seem pretty level-headed, and he diffuses situations. And he's not afraid to you know like tell people where they need to be and blah blah blah. And he encourages people. Yeah. And he is for me. He has been a very good captain. Yeah. Um. So I, I would I would be very sad to see. You know, if, if they did take it off him. I think regarding selling him and getting rid of him, I think no, that's absolutely no, ridiculous. Yeah. I cannot see that happening. Like, it's money at the end of the day. And, um, yeah, and I think, like you say, it's nice that Ollie has, has backed yeah. him. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so, you know, leave Harry Maguire alone mm-hmm. until we figured out all the facts and, you know, got to a resolution on it I think everybody needs to just calm themselves. You know what? The people that were probably saying like, oh, get rid of him. He shouldn't be in this, shouldn't be doing that. And all the people hating on him about England, probably City fans, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest with that. But yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But that's our in defense of Harry Maguire. Basically, just leave him alone and let's wait and see what happens. Um, but that concludes it our does, first yeah. podcast. Wow. Very good. Have uh, you enjoyed it? I have enjoyed it. Me too. Um, Next week, I will not be here as I will be over in Germany. Um, But we shall be continuing this podcast, whichever way we have to, via video call or whatever. Um, But yeah, thank you to everybody who has been watching or listening. Make sure you get involved on Twitter, in the YouTube comments. Let us know your thoughts on everything we've been discussing. Obviously, Messi, Pogba, Lukaku, Sancho. We could go on and on and on on because (laughs) we've talked that much <laughs> um, yeah don't forget to um, give us a thumbs up on YouTube uh, share this with all your friends and family and United fans um, and yeah thank you to everybody um, regarding me my name's Angelina Kelly not many people with that name if you to find me on social media I'm sure if you're that bothered you'll figure it out obviously I am over on OneFootball doing content so you can also find me there Emma where can everyone find you? Um,
1: I actually have my own YouTube Uh, Channel, it's called That United Family, and you can find me on Twitter xmx88.
2: Brilliant, as I said, thank you, everybody, and we will see
0: you guys soon.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.